A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Fair play to Tony Khan, because here we have a wrestling booker who sometimes wakes up in the morning and thinks to himself, well, I kind of like this kind of a wrestler. Let's put him on the show. Don't forget what that means to the performer as well. Even if you did turn up and you got booed out of the place, you could still skip home that night going, wow, I featured on All Elite Wrestling? I mean, that is pretty damn cool. Now, of course, I will be inundated with the usual messages of Simon is so biased, even though I am still waiting for my bag of cash, and I'll absolutely take it. But yeah, here are the 10 most random AEW appearances. Number 10, Yu Nakayama. So this will make you warm and fuzzy in your tum-tum because basically, Eddie Kingston's hero was Yu Nakayama. So Tony Khan, once again, like we said in the intro, went, well, I like you, Eddie. You've done a great job for me, so I will go and get this guy and you two can have a match. And let's not forget, this is the ex-head booker and president of all Japan who came up with so many damn moves that a lot of them are still being used today. So it's not some random so-and-so as the internet likes to pretend it is. This was a damn big deal. For Kingston though, it was a massive inspiration, so Tony Khan did get on the phone. And not only did they have their match at full gear, we even had a mini build to it. The match itself was great too, but as soon as it was done, that was it. It was over. I suppose Akiyama went back to Japan and no one ever mentioned his name again. And that's why it's so damn random. If you were taking a few weeks off TV, you wouldn't even know this happened. It really does sum up wrestling though, because for Eddie, he will never forget this until the day that he dies. I love stuff like that. Number nine, Big Demo. Right, as we are finally here, I just want to say the Big Demo is a hero. And I've been lucky enough to share a locker room with him and his attitude is just second to none. Not only is he a tremendous professional wrestler, but the way he conducts himself in a locker room couldn't ask for anything more. I mean, he just could not be more helpful or more nice. And I'd probably ruined his gimmick now, so I'll just make up a story quick. One day, he threw me into a wall, and I perished. I think you're gonna believe it. It's rare that you do get a chance to shout people out, though, so I am gonna do it. But back in May 2022, when Sean Spears needed big guys to beat in order to learn how to beat Wardlow, all of a sudden, Big Damo did turn up at All Elite Wrestling. And admittedly, some people are a bit like, well, Big Damo really did lose quite easily. But like I've already said, it was part of a bigger narrative here. Big Damo just understood this, so he came in and he did what he had to do. So I do suppose on one hand, it is a little bit of a shame because the former Killian Dane would be an absolute asset to any promotion. But you've got to look at wrestling in the right context. In terms of what we were trying to do, he was a huge asset, both figuratively and literally. Because I tell you, he is not a small dude. Number eight, Juice Robinson. Now, do not forget that Juice is signed to AEW. And I didn't really get this one. Although, thankfully, on a recent Rampage, it did start to make a bit more sense. But he was just randomly announced for the 28th of September 2022 Dynamite. 
and that he was going to be taking on John Moxley in a world title eliminator match. He absolutely held his own in that because he is really damn talented. And again, we finally got to 2023 and he was on Rampage taking on Darby Allen for the TNT Championship. So hopefully he hangs around this time because listen to the space in those dates. I know he was doing a few things on AEW Dark. Sometimes that just doesn't count. What I think really confused people at the time is that nobody knew whether Robinson was actually going to re-sign with New Japan or not. And then we did see this, and then we got the graphic on Twitter, and was like, oh, okay, well, I guess he's in America now. He will be such an asset to the roster, though, when he finally does get going, because, again, just go and check out all of his work. The dude always hits it. Number seven, Samurai Del Sol. Or the former Callisto... This one was really strange. Because while most entries on this list can be linked to someone who is employed by AEW, Samurai just turned up, he had a match, and then we didn't see him again. But on the 3rd of November 2021 Dynamite, he and Aerostar did challenge FTR for the AAA Tag Team titles. Now this was okay, but it's also only fair to say, I don't think Aero was having that good of an evening. Samurai did look alright to his credit though, and this was his first appearance since leaving WWE. But again, we have no idea where he is now. It's like ships passing in the night. I assume the door is still open, though. <laughs> that means nothing when it comes to AEW. That damn forbidden thing never closes. Number six, the Motor City Machine Guns. Are the Motor City Machine Guns the most underappreciated talent of this generation? I am saying yes. Somehow they've been doing this for two decades, and yet they're still really good. And every single time Alex Shelley and Chris Davin step into a ring, they just know what to do. Trust me, they've inspired everyone. It's why when they were announced for All Out to take on FTR and Wardlow, everybody was excited. And while they kind of did get their asses kicked here, as I've already told you, they totally understood their job and they never dropped the ball. It did kind of feel like we were going to get a round two at some stage, and yet as of January 2023, we haven't. But once again, you've got to bring Tony Khan back in. He was brought up on this kind of wrestling so I bet he just thought it would be cool to see the Motor City Machine Guns in an AEW ring. And I totally agree with that. It really, really was. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. 
Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful too for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Number five, Johnny Elite. So time for more gushing by me, because whether you call him John Morrison, Johnny Elite, Johnny Nitro, or pick a name of your choosing, he is another guy that I've been very lucky to share a locker room with, and he's just such a dude. He also goes out of his way to try to help as many people as he possibly can. And also, I know sometimes he watches some of these videos, so he's all right by me. It did all occur when we needed a mystery opponent in the Owen Hart tournament, though. And while over on the female side, it was Tony Storm, who of course went on to get a contract, on the men's side, it was Johnny Elite, and he took on Samoa Joe, and he lost, and I don't know where he went. Now, he did return for a couple of appearances where he beat Mark Quinn of Private Party and lost to Miro, but you kind of think this would be one of the guys that AEW would want to sign. As of right now, that doesn't look likely. I would like to see more of him, though, if there is happiness on each side. Because don't forget, John has been doing this for ages. He's basically today a legend. Number four, Alian Andrews. So not in a million years did anyone see this coming. Happening in 2020 when the pandemic was kicking everybody's ass, I just think AEW was like, well, our roster is a bit depleted now, so why don't we offer out as many opportunities as possible? And that was cool. I mean, we saw it with the likes of Pineapple Pete, Alan Angels, Cassandra Golden. And then one day, Ariane Andrews just turned up to TV. What? Now, there was nothing wrong with this, and she teamed up with Nyla Rose in that women's tag team tournament we were doing. But nobody had really seen her since she left WWE in 2016. And I don't want to be that guy, but I didn't even know she was still wrestling. So the big question is how this came together. And if you do wind it forward two years, she was also a random entrant in the Raw Rumble. So who the flub knows what's going to happen next? Well, she's probably still watching Alicia Fox versus Melina. Number three, Crowbar. Wrestling is totally unique in the sense you can go away for years and do your own thing. One day wake up and go, well, I think I'd like to be a wrestler again. And the industry will welcome you back in. You can't do this if you're an American football or soccer player. Once you get too old, you're out. Crowbar absolutely fits into this, though, because he was around when WCW was still alive. And as of 2022, not only was he part of the Ric Flair's last match card, but he also went out there and fought Matt Hardy. He's basically living the dream. A year prior to that, though, he was one of these random guys that just popped up on AEW Dark because in October, he was just taking on Joey Janela. It was really well thought out though, because this show was going down in Philadelphia, which was the home of the Blur ECW, and who had wrestled there? None other than Crowbar. So this alone underlines how long he has been kicking ass. Seriously, good for him. Number two, Eugene Gara. Think of all the dudes who have walked through that forbidden door. I mean, we had Okada, we had Osprey, we had Jay White, we had Kenta booting the whole thing down in 2021 to challenge John Moxley. And right after this, somebody else joined in, and it was flubbing Yuji Nagata. Happening on the 12th of May Dynamite, as Nagata did challenge John Moxley for his IWGP US Championship, they went about eight minutes, and they just punched each other and hard in the face as they possibly could. But it really was like watching some kind of fever dream, but the major takeaway, especially if you were a fan, was you'd be like, 
Well, I have absolutely no idea what is going to happen week to week. So I better take that remote control and tune in. And once again, I would assume Tony Khan did this just to say he had a legend on his show. And why wouldn't you do that? Just go and Google everything Yuji Nagara has done. This was absolutely nuts. Number one, Satoshi Kojima. And much like Nagata 2, Kojima's a guy that's been around for ages. Two-time IWGP champion, he basically decided that he wanted to wrestle John Moxley two weeks before his 51st birthday, so it went down in 2021. It was also on the All Out pay-per-view, which made it an even bigger deal, because AEW always treats that like one of its big guns. It was the show when CM Punk made his proper debut, so the fact you had Kojima on it as well, it was like we were trying to be one thing to everyone. Do not forget as well, this show ended with the arrival of Brian Danielson and Adam Cole, which sent everybody crazy. So don't think that this was all random. Everyone knew what they had in their hands. Minoru Suzuki also decided that he wanted to be on that damn pay-per-view. This is where you get people, I don't understand why All Elite Wrestling peaked at this point. How can you not? It was one of the most ludicrous events I've ever seen. And it's why AEW is going to be around for a long ass time. They just get it. So many other random appearances we had in AEW. Make sure you let us know in the comments below. And don't forget to like the video, share the video, and subscribe. Because it's YouTube and you've got to do it. Then please do go to whatculture.com where you can read some articles like this in your eyes. Make sure you follow us on social media. WhatCultureWWE and Time Miller 316. There's other videos. We want you to watch them. Otherwise, what the hell's going on? My name is Simon for WhatCulture. Thank you for tuning in. As always, I'll see you soon. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.